This is JFM Podcast. Federal Executive Council FEC on Wednesday approved 13 memoranda from seven ministries. Senate President has said the National Assembly will work with the Independent National the Electoral Commission. Residents in Joss and other parts of Plata State have urged the state... Current political news around you, critically analyzed and brutally discussed to keep you informed. Politics and how leaders have no, been... No, I said they should show I'm coming. I say I didn't They say don't have. They don't have. Okay, I which I know they will not show you because they don't have. There is anthropological incline that is conjured with a lot of religion and social classes that is causing all of this. But I will say this clearly. Politics or politicians in code takes advantage of the situation. But it is... Join Ponsak Fanup on Nigeria at Sunset weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on J11.9 FM as we discuss political issues that affect that our affect daily lives. lives. Very good evening. Uh, welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Vanap. It's a very beautiful Tuesday evening. Today is the last day in the month of May 2022 and well, so far so good. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'll always say that the best way to live is to give thanks. Is to give thanks. Well, Lots of stories we are following for you, especially when it comes to the political development in Plato State. Uh, here's you know what I think. I, I do think that uh, the political class, especially the ruling party, is disrespectful to the common sensibility of Plato people. This is why I said this. I mean, I, I I'm a strong. I'm a strong person when it comes to debate. I love uh, people should debate their point instead of... I basically believe in World War. No, Georgia instead of World War. But for the APC to take us to the same mundane arguments that uh, Osha eat in in 2015, I think that is the height of insensitivity because people now don't argue based on competence based on what you know the candidate in their political party stand for based on the values that they stand for they always argue based on sentiment and then as i you know i i, I ask that if after seven over seven years we've not learned we still are drilling you know deep into the uh pit of sentiment then it shows that our society is dumb uh not dumb but it shows that our society is slow and i blame the political class for that I blame the political because if you look at 2015, we spent so much time in mundane, nonsensical arguments, arguments that we shouldn't even think about. And this is the same thing that right now it is happening. I've always been a proponent, you know. I'm a strong student of philosophy, and if you read uh, Plato's Republic, he said that Socrates was quoted as saying that he thinks the philosopher should be in charge of society. The tax of governance, uh, the tax of politics, I would say, is, is a serious business. It shouldn't be for uh, people who are just popular 
and they want to come and test their popular i mean it's only in 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 this part of the world that you hear politicians said uh i want just to come and test he's out to test his popularity what does that mean you think it's a joke with people's life for four years it's not a joke so i mean the level of our political argument and debate is reducing it has declined and something urgent needs to be done and i've told myself that and um not an advice but suggestion don't engage in stupid political debate is going to lead you nowhere know what your interests are if you don't have quality education in your community that should be your interest good access road portable drinking water uh employability job opportunities uh peace and security those are the quality healthcare. Those are the things that you should bother your. You should spend time talking about. Don't talk about uh, whether or not you know. Uh, I mean, the place or the tribe or whatever it is. Because I mean, clearly it has obviously led us, you know, nowhere. I really wanted to do so, play the devil's advocate, but I've changed uh, my mind. I've changed my mind because I've and and I've said I've told myself personally that anybody wants to engage I mean not on this show uh, but personally in a nonsensical argument I have all the answers ready uh, for that person but please if you're listening to the show tonight what are your interests what are some of the things that you personally care about if you have old parents do you struggle to send them money for medicines do you struggle, you know, does your heart skip a bit if you take them to the hospital to access healthcare? Those are the things that should uh, bother you. I have an insert uh, from Governor Nyesomwiki and he said that uh, he almost cuddled the APC pri- uh, PDP primaries. I beg your pardon. When we come back, the program will continue. I have two guests and then we'll start the conversation. Stay here. Shame to those who will sell out their own thing. Shame to them. You're a governor. You go to a meeting. Agree on something. That your people would, would not take the control. The same people who got I've never seen, I've never seen anything like that, man. A governor. And tomorrow so the South is a minority. You are the one making yourself to be in a minority. And you are complaining of minority. Shame. Instead of me to be, instead of me to be that kind of governor, let me not be elected as a governor. Let me not be elected as a governor. You are holding something in trust for your people. And you claim that this is what your people want. Then when it has come to that point to actualize it, you sell out. You think you are, you are doing me. No, no way. Anybody who wants to, anybody in the political history of this country, you can count on us. Yeah. We are not uh, a pushover. We are not. But I don't know how their faces will be. I don't know how their faces will be. No wonder we cannot move on development. No wonder. Look at the region ganged up. Then you, your own region, cannot gang up. You became tools to be used against the interests of your people. And you think you have won. You have lost. I've never seen how people can violate 
procedures, guidelines. Somebody has spoken. It is at that point he was speaking that he can say, I'm withdrawing. He don't call him back. I just said, look, this our party must not be destroyed. Yeah. I would have left where I was sitting then. I said, no, this convention can go on. Except you allow me to talk. And I would have flattened that God says the human being. I would have flattened it. When you see people, a sitting governor who won a election of 300 votes. Is this that I which vote will you get? So it is God's will. Let us not put ourselves so. That was Governor Yesom Wiki there. Uh, the program is Nigeria at Sunset. In case you're just tuning in, my name is Ponsar Fanam. Like I said, I have two guests, Prince Mafeng, a public intellectual youth activist. I mean, he's so many things to so many people. Uh, well, good evening and thank you very much for good coming. Evening, sir. Good evening, uh, uh, listeners. Long time no see, sir. Yes. <laughs> that has <laughs> been easy. Yeah, I know you are, you are fully on ground during the primary election of Certainly. your party and we're going to uh, talk, we're going to chat on that uh, just in a while. I have Mr. Janan Winston, uh, first time in the studio. Thank you very much for coming, sir, and good evening. Good evening, listeners, and thank you, Paul Zach. Yeah. Well, uh, let's cut to the chase. Primary elections are over right now, both APC and PDP, except for other political parties that may want to have affirmation uh, because they don't have delegates. That is what basically smaller political parties do, affirmation. Uh, let's talk about, uh, and I'll start with you, uh, 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 Janan. We, I mean, during my prologue, I said that, okay, do you think that the quality of political debate in Plateau State has declined sharply with the choices of the uh, two major political parties? Absolutely. You can never be more correct than that. You know, um, going back to your statement, the primordial sentiment that overwhelmed the polity in the 2015 election one would have expected that because of the rage, because of the hate, because of the sentiments that was weep, because of the lies, one would expect that the administration would come with something on board. I can tell you that I know some quality minds that were part of that movement. And when the government came on board, they were sidelined. What played, what took place thereafter is what we're experiencing today. Because one would have expected that they called it the Plateau Project, right? Mm -hmm. You would have expected that, yes, the performance of the administration is going to be in the interest of Plateau. But what do we have to show for it? I challenge anybody, take any sector of the economy, any sector that you, you know you can take, take it and can you ask yourself in good conscience, can you say that this administration have done well? Right. Can you read them? If you say you're going to read them from A to, for instance, F, where will you place them? In good conscience, can you do that? 
Yeah, well, it's a tough question and it's a rhetorical question. Uh, Prince Mafian, do you do you share the same opinion or you think differently from what uh, he has said? Uh, especially that the APC is your party and you heralded, you know, uh, this party in 2015, chanting Plateau Project. As it, like uh, he has said, has the project salvaged the people of Plateau or the people of Plateau have salvaged some few people? Yeah, you know, truth be said, governance, it's, it's a serious business. And most often at times, you do the best you can, but at times your best might not be good enough. You can't rightly say the APC are totally failed on the plateau. There are areas that you can, you know, give them a pack on the back to say they've done incredibly uh, well. And truth be told, there are other areas too that you can also agree that we've lacked uh, behind. And God's willing, we pray and hope that the next leadership will cor correct all the wrongs and take us to the promised land. But it's like you're in disagreement with the APC primaries uh, because I saw what you wrote on social media on the internet. Do you still stand by the, your, your words, your earlier position? I do, Ponsak. I can tell you for free that my party, the APC, is in serious crisis. What crisis? What would you like us to know? Fallout of the recently concluded uh, uh, governorship primary elections. I can tell you for free. Is it that your candidate, your aspirant, then emerged victorious? That's what you're saying is uh, fallout or uh, that the process was mad according to you? Good enough or funny enough, I deliberately never chose a candidate. You can verify an aspirant in the contest because there were so many of them that aspired. And I felt the number was so large and people weren't giving me that that ordinary I ought to look up, up upon. And the processes in itself, I'm talking about the processes that led to the party primaries itself. Ponsa, they said five, five delegates. Elections were to be conducted in all wards. Federal to choose wards, the five delegates, the five ad, hoc delegate, delegate, yeah. ad hoc delegates yeah. that never happened. I'll tell you for free. Rather, we have a party, we had a party leadership that told us that a previous uh, five man uh, committee, ad hoc committee that chose the local government, uh, uh, what they call it, uh, chairman and councillors, were going to be the same delegates that were going to partake in choosing the gubernatorial primaries. And that's far, far from what the uh, uh, procedure says from the national level. The national procedure was that they were going to be an ad hoc election, elective elections down the world to pick, no, choose five, five delegates, but that never happened. That's one. Two, it led to the processes that most aspirants never knew whom these delegates were. That's one. Why is that? Why did that happen? It was deliberately. Some, some person somewhere had an anointed one that they felt the best way to go about it was to manipulate the process. Like I can tell you for free that I don't kick against anyone having an anointed one, but follow the procedures. You have a hidden five-five-man ad hoc delegate that most of the aspirants that spent millions couldn't assess they never saw the list you had a, a scenario whereby the 17 local government chairmen were charged to bring these hidden delegates to hide in, in some specific locations then smuggle them to the venue of the elections then on the elections on election day itself properly you remote control them 
that all uh, delegates will be taking their ballot papers to a certain agent to write on their behalf cumulatively i saw that process myself Ponsa, i was there funny enough i monitored the pdp primaries personally i went there as an observer i saw what transpired from the beginning to the end the previous day i also monitored that of the apc i can tell you that these are two different so scenarios your assessment as a member of the apc right now what, what we failed we failed as a ruling party as a democratic party that is supposed to be a progressive party to have conducted a free fair and credible primaries that i can tell you there isn't anything wrong like i said earlier on for the system to have an, a, a certain anointed candidate but play the rules by the game elect ad hoc delegates as prescribed by the uh, provisions of our, our guidelines allow so aspirants the, to assess the party in plato state flouted even the they, guidelines. they did they okay. did see except we want to pretend about it okay. the apc on the plateau as i speak to you now look at when i cried foul that same night i was there when i told the whole world that there, 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 there is crisis ongoing and that the procedures and processes were wrong and faulty and that it will metaphorse into crisis that if not properly checked might make us lose the 2023 governorship elections person started crying foul calling me names now forward what had happened all the aspirants that contested petitioned the system they have appealed they, they, they petitioned the appeal panel and i can tell you they have even threatened further to go to courts because clearly if you are listening to their prayers and you had participated and watched everything that transpired during the primaries i can assure you that something went wrong and, no. and I, I can tell you for free that we're in crisis i just pray and hope that something can be done and quickly done or else great dangers might befall us yeah, okay. well let me come to uh, mr winston uh, Young people constitute the majority in, in Nigeria. I mean, they said more than 70% of uh, the population of our country is below 35. In fact, a new data has shown that uh, they are below maybe 24. You know, a lot, a chunk of that population are below 24. Why is it that it's difficult for young people to organize to effect change and correct some of the things that uh, Prince Mia Feng has said? Uh, but they will always want to make themselves willing tools to propagate uh, anything that the uh, political class or elite so wish that they, they want for the young people to propagate? Uh, well, uh, on a lighter note, right? Uh, there is nothing democratic about the APC. <laughs> Prince, you agree with me on that. I disagree. You, you agree with me on that. Because um, um, if there is any political party that is democratic, it is the People's Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. Well, that's right. That, that, yes. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Compared to APC, no, no, no. There's no, there's no basis for comparison. <laughs> but uh, let me respond to the question you asked. Ponsak, I wouldn't give the youths that characterization that is flying about. What characterization? The characterization that uh, our young people are submitting themselves to be willing tools no the only thing it is because they have not been a strategic approach to harnessing the talents the ability and the energy they've got all right so that you can channel it into productive ventures you would agree with me Ponsak, that as young people 
They cried, we cried, we cried, we cried, not too young to run, not too young to run. I don't think that is what that is what we need right now. What, what, what we should be what we should be demanding for is a seat on the table. You understand? We have a group that we just formed because of this, and we call it the PDP Strategic Youth Vanguards. What are we saying? We said our 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 objective, all right, is to generate a movement that will compel. The, 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 the establishment to listen that look, you have to mentor young people to take power. It is, in fact, to me, it is a crime because look at, look at, look at how young people have been allowed to, 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 to just wallow away. Look, if you empower a young person, for instance, on the plateau, you're preparing him for national leadership thereafter in life. But when you allow people to grow old and you call them children, you say all this, then you're saying that, look, we want you to just remain, you know, at the lowest, uh, uh, of, uh, at the lowest uh, strata of affairs. <sighs> you see, I would not agree with that. I believe that young people have the competence, they have the capacity, they also have the energy that is needed to drive transformational leadership. So if that is harness, that is the reason why we are building this advocacy. We'll be going around meeting the party stakeholders. We'll be talking to voices that needs, uh, ears that needs to listen to our voices. We'll tell them that, listen, we're ready for leadership. In fact, we'll be demanding that the deputy governorship slot of the People's Democratic Party be given to a very young person right. who has the competence, the capacity. I'm not talking about uh, sentiments here because I'm a young person. I'm talking about, I'm saying that, listen, young people have the capacity to deliver. All right. Well, uh, do you share, I mean, uh, do you foresee a scenario that uh, because of the robust political debate that both APC and PDP will think of bringing a young person as running mate to the uh, governorship candidate in the state? If they are wise enough, uh, that should be the right thing to do. The voting trend and the awareness has proven and have shown that if you joke with the young people, you do that to your own peril. So I think the both parties should be wary about that. I will encourage them. And just like he said, we in the APC are also pushing strongly. We are telling them, we are advocating that give us young people in governance. It's our time. When we're young, they'll tell you we are uh, uh, leaders of tomorrow. The tomorrow don't come. No, but give in, us. In, yeah, in Plato, there's this saying, you see a 40-something-year-old person, you know, being called Yaro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's why I, I can tell Yeah, one of my so uh, we, mentors we are, we, we are in data. life. <laughs> Since those ones are Yara, we are data. Yeah, one of my we mentors in life, uh, he told me he's, at the time he was 67. <laughs> and he said that one of his friends, uh, I mean, they are contemporaries, but his friend is a little bit older than him. And he said that his friend called him Yaro. <laughs> so if you don't understand how so Yaro means a child, mm -hmm. uh, how can we break the camel's back? Because it's like uh, this thing called uh, how we've organized our society that wisdom is a function of age. How can we break that so that young people will have um, access to come in? Just look at, you know, on this administration, young people controlling agencies of government and making, you know, incredible impact. I think for my party, the APC, just like you had said on the plateau, that was why in my initial statement, I said there are areas that we've done credibly well and you give it to us. In terms of empowering young people in governance, my party, the APC, had done that and is still doing that. We have brains, young people, handling crit critical, sensitive agencies. And you can see the level of, uh, you know, 
credibility, competence, and you know, goodwill that they've been able to generate. And I think, and I hope, and I believe strongly that we would certainly, you know, build on that, leverage on that, and bring more young people in governance. One of our candidates for governorship uh, um, uh, for come 2023, it's, it's talked about. It's talking about the next generation. It's a young man that uh, you know is has been bringing in young people bringing in ideas mobilizing young people no, to see how we can age man it's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ideas speak for itself yeah. when someone talks about the next generation it tells you of course the kind of mi mindset it has and i believe strongly that the apc on the plateau would certainly do justice to involving more young people come 2023 god's willing right. let me speak to that uh you see the young people that are in this administration have not distinguished themselves. If they had, this government would be rated as a government that has performed. I would give you clearly here that it is a clear example of a failed young people. They are an example of why they say they are even afraid of giving the young people's power. You would expect that young people should be innovative. You will expect that young people should be all inclusive, you know, galvanize the support so you think of the that youth. I think that enough? I think that is it based on your standard or I think that I think that I think that the questions beckons that they really need to have done better. That's just that's 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 just yeah. the truth. You see, talking about uh, the, the, the APC giving young people uh, opportunity, I will be very, very frank with you. I believe that they are saying this because they are in power today, all right? And you would expect that it was the young people that drove that campaign, you understand? In the 2019 elections, the PDP lost to the APC. You know why? why? Because the administration of Sangoden as the party chairman completely annihilated the youth wing of the party. There was nothing concerning the youths. Even the few ones that were being brought into the campaign structure were their children. I hope you're following me. Those who have something to offer were not considered. And that's the only reason why we lost. What is the difference? What is the gap? That election was for the PDP to lose. Everywhere you go, people will say, just give us a credible candidate. Give us a credible candidate. But the approach and the strategy for which they prosecuted that campaign, in fact, that is if they even campaign at all, the strategy of winning that election is faulty. I'll tell you that. Now, Talking about the impunity of the APC administration, one would expect that the chief executive of the state as a lawyer would, would honor the rules of law. But, Posa, can you, in good conscience, say the law rules on the plateau? I'll give you an example. In, when Peter Obi won his election in Anambra State, you remember the case, it went right up to the Supreme Court. It is a judgment of the Supreme Court that executive positions will, will spend a complete time that they were voted into office. Are we experiencing it today on the plateau? I'll tell you what is happening to, to my local government. It affects me directly. Ubondoma is elected as an executive chairman in Lantan local government. What do we have in Lantan, Lantan local government? In Lantan not local government. What do we have there today? What do we have there?
that is impunity of the highest order coming from a legal personality uh, let's 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 you know stay on our track uh do, do you have any response to make or uh, before you respond let me give you this so that you speak on it um young people always you know involve themselves in uh, and and let me read a very nonsensical you know uh post that this person you know addressed to me um really interesting but you know people are hurt people are bitter munchime uh, kasim is saying ponsak you are a journalist for goodness sake i believe you don't know you are very arrogant on radio please listen to journalists hangout and press conference so you learn journalism i studied it in school your program is a propaganda program talk to us about this kind of you know messages that is absolutely nonsensical number one number two is why say it's nonsensical not because it's addressed to me but we open the platform for people to make comment but he's using it to insult and i wonder how this person you know thinks for <laughs> example talk to us about how young people can because it's like the energy of young people is misdirected yeah. maybe i'm wrong but how can they oh because the sole essence you know of this conversation is how can young people get more because yeah. of the vibrancy and the capacity that they uh, possess. You know, Ponsa, uh, quick, a quick response to what my friend and brother here said. I still stand on the earlier statement that truly there are young people on the plateau that have done well, that have distinguished themselves. Look at what Jolens is doing <laughs> in the peace-building uh, really? agencies. Look at what uh, uh, Fabon is doing, the contributory pension scheme. Name them. There are so many of them that are doing reasonably well, that have taken governance to the latter stages. Ponsa, back to what the uh, person that actually sent that message said or my own interpretation to it we have different characters we have people that see things differently and you learn to accommodate them because that is the kind of society we live in there are people that are on social media just to attack and insult people there are people yeah, but the question is do they contribute healthy to the debate no they don't they, at they, the end of the and, and this guy claims that he's he teaches uh uh, journalism. If I was a student, <laughs> you know, that's why I said people look at things differently. Yeah. People have different way of re reacting to some certain issues. It's very possible that on a certain day you spoke on a subject matter that he no, has he wants a different me to speak view on his sentiment. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That uh, he has all his bias. Good. That, yes, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. to him, at that level, he might have viewed you from that point of view. But far from that, all we do as young people and as leaders of today, uh, most of the times we preach about constructive, you know, criticism, debate, yeah. criticism, yeah. argument, yeah. you know, bringing your issues. Let, 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 let's have issue-related, you know, debates that promotes and foster bring about not only unity, but bring about credible leadership on our dear state and the nation at large. Uh, this this governorship candidate in your party and uh, the PDP are all smart, intelligent people. Yeah. Uh, how can... Uh, what do you think should form the fulcrum of the debate or conversation going forward to the general elections? Issue-based debate. What do we have? What are our programs? How are we going to drive these programs? What do you are think our plans? the PYC should have a stay, say in this as, as a pressure group that is absolutely nonpartisan? Yes, certainly. You know, my problem is ordinarily they should. But, you know, activists, activities in the recent past had made it very difficult for some of us that are very neutral to believe in their ability and capacity to, to do that. And I'll tell you why. We had a, a PYC chairman that led all his escorts to Abuja 
to visit the governor that is the leader of our party endorsing him for a senatorial position and we had the same oh, set of present escorts yes presently it was widely circulated the same leadership also went and and, and adopted a candidate of my party and they, they did that in virtually different uh, locations within the local government the states and the zones will you call that bemin for example i wouldn't call it bemin but okay, it's just explain, misplacement explain what bemin is so uh, you know <laughs> no, you know i'll call it misplacement of priorities okay but could you explain what bemin is yeah, so bemin is, is situations whereby you go after politicians for peanuts you say things that suit their their their, their, their sensibilities and in turn they bless you with their and <laughs> what they can offer so i can assure you for one thing that yes the PYC has the responsibility to midwife this process of trying to make sure that we have issue based you know debates that would bring about the best that each candidate can offer and I can tell you that I, I foresee a clearer you know perspective as regards to healthy debates from the aspirants itself the question here should be that the followership people have turned ethnic lines people are playing ethnic cards as far as this contest so far is concerned you post a, 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 a perspective that you feel best suits whomever your, your your interest is the next thing you see a particular interest group an ethnic group that has one of the candidates attacking you you do same to the other one you see the same ethnic group so it's, it's going to be very difficult on the part of followership unless and unless proper awareness concertization and you know mobilization is done right. to opt to bring down the temple relates to people that let's have an issue-based conversation party a has this mr a party b has this mr b what do they have let them come and speak to the people let them mobilize people to believe in their programs and policies that would, they would implement when they come on board. I think with that we would have a better plateau. But going the way it is going now, I can assure you that we had difficult days ahead of us. Well, Let uh, me speak to that. Uh, but uh, Speak, uh, I'm going to add the point. Do you feel uh, and maybe just respond straight up. Let, let me speak to that. Do, do you feel that the PYC doesn't resp uh, uh, represent your interests? What is, what, is, what is the meaning of PYC? Plateau Youth Council. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's Plateau Youth Council. So is Plateau now APC? Is Plateau now APC? When they went to endorse uh, uh, Governor Lalong for the senatorial seat of the Southern Zone, I just highlighted some of the impunities he has perpetrated as a governor in the executive office of the governor. When he becomes a lawmaker, he will be breaking the same law that he will be making. Look, there is no route for him to pass to that Senate in the central zone, in the southern zone. I can assure you of that. There's a coalition. I can assure you of that. Take my word to the back. That's his opinion. Well, well, yeah, I know, I know. It's an opinion. No, 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 it's, it's an election. Yeah, you know, it's, it's an election. I'm trying to tell yeah. you something. There's already a coalition building because law lawbreakers cannot be lawmakers. Lawbreakers cannot be lawmakers. For crying out loud, I want us to direct you know, the debate now. It's not about the governor's aspirations. Yes, no, 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 it's yes, it's about the PYC. As an APC person, yeah. I brought 
in the issue. Was, I was very honest and modest in agreement. I appreciate I, it. I, I agree with you. Why I said I'm building, that, I'm building yeah. a point. Yeah, let's stay on the issue. I'm building yeah. a point. Issue-based conversation. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like that, that, that's now, what yeah. we are going to do. Yeah. You understand? So I am saying that I am from the Southern Senatorial Zone. A lawbreaker cannot represent me as my lawmaker. And that is why I'm giving it all that it takes to make sure that we no, deliver the, the PDP wait, 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 wait. Back, to the issue of back to the issue of PYC. Now, yeah. let me tell you. you if you look at... I'm coming. Don't represent no, 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 no. That is the reason why some of us don't even go close to that. You understand? When credible leadership, credible leadership, contestants, credible people that were contesting for that stuff, they were sidelined by the government. Of course, these guys are doing the bidding of the governor because it was the government that brought them in. We all know what transpired. Bonsak, you followed that process. You know so, what transpired. So what, what, what I am what, trying to say, it is a disappointment. It is a disappointment that these people represent the young people yeah, yeah, of Plato but, but, State. But where, what should be the rallying point, Prince? The rallying point should be credibility. It should be competence. The, the PYC is supposed to be neutral as a body. As individuals, we can all have our opinions, just like I'm expressing my opinion right now. But as, as a body, as a PYC, you are not supposed to take side. You are supposed to be neutral. You are supposed to because you are you are you are an umpire for, for, for the young people. You are supposed to be a pressure group that pushes. Look, if they were doing their work correctly, I can assure you that Plateau State wouldn't have been the way it is today. All right. Well, I, I they're compromised. I, I think we should open the conversation in case just tuning in. I've been having a chat with uh, Prince Miafiang and uh, Mr. Janan Winston, and we're looking at some issues, especially having young people uh, at this, on the table next uh, after the election, because we're in politics right now. So after politics is governance. You can join the conversation. We'd we'll love to hear from you. Zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight, or you call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Please say no to ridiculous arguments. Say no to that. It doesn't profit anyone. Let's take the first call. Hello. Hello. Good evening, Pastor. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Thank you very much. This is Solomon. I'm calling from Judith for you, quiz. We're listening to We even in our days. Honestly, I really enjoyed the conversation. You people are really bringing, giving us information that we are really learning from it. Uh, first of all, I want to talk more on the governorship aspirant. Now we have candidates. We don't more have aspirant again. Uh, for Dr. Nantawai, honestly, I listened to his conversation in one of the channels. I believe that, yes, we brought something in Plateau State. But the challenge I even throw I say, if Dr. Nantawe will, will, will be our candidate, will be the candidate in APC, the challenge we have there is, you know, APC has brought a lot of challenge in this country, especially hunger, uh, insecurity, and so on. Many people to vote, many people will not like to vote APC because of the terrible hunger we are passing through in this country. And if Dr. Nantawe will really, will, will, will really want to win this election, Dr. Nantawe has to go to so many houses, begging and not the door, and tell people that, yes, I'm a credible candidate and I'm, I'm going to deliver people to work on this, to do some problem on this, and a lot of things have to be done. If not, that you don't even find it very easy for him to win election in 2023. And for, for PDP, I really wish that PDP will really come out with a strong um, campaign so that we all win this election because I really see change. 
I'm part of APC. Honestly, thank you very much. It's my little contribution. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, please, if you call, uh, restrict your comment. Limit it to just a minute because we like other people to call the show. Uh, I believe that conversation shouldn't be one-sided. And we welcome all shades of opinion here. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling you from We're listening. It baffles me when I when I always hear people saying, "Give it to the youth." What do you expect? Carry leadership and just give it like this as if it's just giving you something. This is what you have to wake up and work for. The question I'm asking, put the test in the studio. Do you foresee any enabling environment in as far as our country is concerned for anybody to go in? Look at what is happening. Do you have the money? In terms of money, money problem, in terms of unity, look at what the gentleman is saying. If you say something about somebody, somebody will start telling you about your religion, strife, and all these things. It's only when you are united for a common purpose and know what nation building is all about. That is when you can come together and say this challenges. It's very, very unfortunate. If you continue moving this way, I am telling you, it's what you have to rise up and organize yourself and go for it. For you sitting down thinking that somebody will come and tell you, come, come and be a governor, come, come and be this. You are just wasting your time. Again, every environment should be created so that you should know yourself wherever you are. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for calling. Hello. Hello. Good evening, Ponsafanov. Yeah, thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name first. Thank you very much. My name is Ibrahim. I'm calling from Genta. We're listening. Uh, let me first uh, appreciate uh, my friend for being honest, even though he is in the ruling party. I really say that I appreciate you for speaking truth to power. Uh, you were honest and you were truth, you know, for, for saying the things you're saying, even your party is in power. Now, uh, I quickly want to say that um, the primary is both the APC and the PDP. Uh, they think they ask me if APC missed or hit it during the gubernatorial election. They missed. If they ask me if PDP missed or hit it during the presidential summaries, they missed it. So, uh, 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 based on this rating, we will see comes 2023. You see, it was Kamea that wrote a book and said to me, This house has fallen, the both house has fallen. It is, it is my own opinion, and I'm entitled to it as I'm saying this. Because these people have succeeded in creating pains and penury over the years. They've robbed the youth of this country of their dignity and pride. And believe you me, we are prepared for them. Thank you very much. Have a great evening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great evening yourself. Hello. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Thank you very much. My name is Sidi Kumar. I'm calling from Chichi and Chi Junction. We're listening. Thanks for calling, sir. Yes, I will comment your guests. Actually, they have spoken very, very well. And when we look at the issue of primaries in Plateau State, both from the APC and the PDP level, is something that the Plateau citizens are not, uh, let's say, are not happy of it because of the issue of endorsement and the rest. But no matter what the reason, 
We are calling on the plateau citizens to vote based on capability and credibility. And it's not only necessary, it must be either APC or PDP. I always call it. We have other political parties that they will bring on the people that are credible and capable. So those kind of people are the ones that we are, we are thinking about. But if you look carefully, this APC and PDP is something about the issue of money that is involved and the issue of both federalism. And whoever, whoever emerge in terms of this present party is not going to dance according to the tune of the people. He's going to dance according to the tune of the those that lead him there. But if you look, Plateau said have been left behind in terms of every development. So it's better for Plateau youth to wait. We are talking about youth. Now, among those this, uh, candidates who are the main youth now, because they did not define their age, are they with the youth? They are not youth because we cannot classify them as youth because of their ages and the, 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 the way they, they are come on board and their relationship with the with, with the people. And they are not media friendly. All these things is what we have to consider because plateaus have been left behind in terms of uh, yeah, uh, your the, the, the benefit of democracy. So let's go for the other parties that have a credible candidate. And let's continue to see how the uh, debate is going to be among the governors. The debate among the governors about to be well organized. Wrap up your thoughts, sir. Wrap up your thoughts. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, please, I always appeal that if you call, articulate your thought first before getting into the live studio uh, so that you limit your comment to just one minute. We'd like to we welcome all shades of opinion. On Twitter, Andrew Amos is saying all failed recycle politicians have succeeded in dividing the youth through religious bigotry, originalism, and ethnocentrism. Uh, that's the only thing stopping the youth to work together against political bandits. Eric Manx is saying because many of the youth are psychophants and charlatans. Wow. Really harsh words there. And are easily enticed by small change. That's why the old enjoy using the youth to achieve their goals. Also, the old don't want to bring programs and policies that the youth will take over from them only to favor them. TK is saying the youths don't want to go out and vote, yet they are the ones that complain much more than anyone in the country. Youths can make the difference. Age 18, 35 have PVCs registered over 18 million. Last election, the winner won with about 15.1 million, meaning the youths can give more than 80% of the vote. Dimas is saying young people are the problems of themselves. Youths are to realize their po- are yet to realize their potentials. Thinking leadership will be given on a plot of gold. I believe we can do it, but let it be one first. Gimba Agumo Jr. saying, I wish to listen from the next plenty hours to your okay. It's nice. Ponsar, please the guy who sent you that chat should listen to the five on Fox News channel by eleven PM uh, weekdays. I'm tempted to call him and Big ups, uh, Winston. Okay, it's like your friend. Well, uh, let's go to Facebook. We have uh, comments on Facebook. Um, Giovanni Riddung is saying, I expect your guests to stick to the point for discussion, not the issue of uh, regularities and irregularities in the conduct of the primaries. Both processes by the PDP and ABC were flawed. The issue now is that we have two candidates, Dr. Nantawa and Barrister Kellep. What are the antecedents in the little office they held? There's, this is an obligation to you, Mr. Ponsa, to bring this candidate on air and extray them. If you don't do that, posterity will judge you. Okay. It's not easy to get these people 
uh, bro. And well, beyond that, thank you, Tonal. I know that they are going visiting ad hoc delegates again to tell them uh, thank you. But uh, I'm really working to bring them, especially both of them. The campaign is long; it's like ten months or so. Uh, mm. So you're going to hear from them. You know, uh, don't worry. But thank you very much for the great concern. Sixtus Hamnan is saying. The all politicians of the country, Nigeria, have overtaken the power of the youth by looting the wealth and resources of the country, of which these resources, like standard free education, employment opportunities, and overheating the price and expenses of interest to aspire, especially in the top political parties of the country. By this above analysis, the power of population, the youths... Uh, that was long cut this Sunday saying, it is very difficult in a country like Nigeria because the leaders as have failed on their responsibility of mentoring the youth in order to carry on the duty. But it's never too late because if there's life, there's hope. That is the reason why we, the young people, are calling on one young man who has a lot to offer us in Plantu State in the person of great comrade Luka Pampe Yakubu to talk on the government house. Uh, to be on, okay, PRP, okay, thank you. Adams Isaac is saying, no one in the PDP has come out to insult their party. Why is Prince, uh, why is the Prince speaking bad of his party? If he's a law, if he's loyal to the party, if I were to be the APC chairman, I would have withdrawn his membership. <laughs> Yusuf Mafia and Godfrey say, Mr. Ponsa, I'm telling you this, the youth will rise up and change the narrative of the forthcoming uh, election come 2023. Dutch saying, I love what the APC guy is saying. Truth always prevails. PDP is a democratic is democratic in nature. Dimas Bala is saying, young people are the problems of themselves. Youth are yet to re realize their potential thinking leadership will be given on a plateau of gold. I believe we can do it, but let it be one. It's no bang guy saying, my contribution is that I just want to raise an alarm uh, about the vandalization of the railway around Butex near Trade Center. I'm a patriotic citizen. Please take this. Thank you very much. So uh, there's vandalization of railroad around Butex, Bukru Technical College. Um, authorities, please take note. Thank you very much. This is a good citizen indeed. Moses Daniel is saying the politics and power of this country is circulating within the selfish leaders. The future of the youth have already been terminated by the leaders because the leaders don't want to give the youth the chance to make the generation of this country great. The leaders are full of nepotism and religious sentiment. Hello. Hello. Hello good evening, sir. Yeah, thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Yes, this is Degree from Tudor. We're listening. Yes, my, my, I, what I wanted to comment on is uh, those are the that you used to bring. They don't normally concentrate on what they, they are supposed to. But they are just criticizing. Is it party, is it the party is the problem or the candidate is the problem? At least, we supposed to hear good things from them, but what they are saying, the, 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 what, they are, what they are talking about is a different thing altogether. But I want them to at least analyze. How do you to say that uh, you have been a uh, youth of uh, Platusi are not uh, aligned from the beginning? They could have been, or even if they have been aligned in the in this government, they could have been uh, solutions or big ways that will make government to consider them. Not that they would be criticizing one party or another. Is it party or candidate? Thank you. Well, that's why it's a conversation. It's not, uh, it shouldn't follow, you know, and, uh, but of course, we try as, uh, our best to s speak on the issues. Gentlemen, please give your response uh, in your final word. 
Well, uh, let me respond to um, one Isaac, uh, Adam's Isaac that uh, sent in a message. You see, if there is anything that he should take away from this conversation we're having today, is that Prince Miafen has demonstrated his readiness for leadership by being objective. Okay? Mm. He's my friend, he's my brother. We've, we've known ourselves right down the struggle in the university unit jobs then. All right? And one thing I also want to stress is this. Yes, we know that political parties are platforms, okay? But those platforms matter. The platforms matter. Because if you don't have a platform that always cautions you and also demands that you perform, sir, you'll be carried or be taken away by the drunkenness of power. The truth about it is this. We in the PDP believe that exceptional barrister Caleb Mudfang, I call him exceptional because he is indeed exceptional. I believe that he is going to deliver for the people of Plateau State. We are availing ourselves to drive this process. There is a plan. There is a strategy on how we we'll prosecute our campaigns. It is going to be issue-based. It is not going to carry primordial sentiments. We are going to sell ideas. Ideation is what we, 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 we package that we're going to sell to people of Plateau. We'll be telling them the things we will do. We will tell them the how so that they can prove it as young people. We believe in our principal and we believe that he has the capacity to deliver. That is the reason why we're identifying ourselves with him. And that is the reason why we are building this advocacy to say, listen, please, we are going to be involved in this thing. Create space for young people to drive this campaign and also in governance. Give the young people space. When you take decisions about the young people and we are not on the table, how are we certain that you are aware of the problems we face? We have some, some, some solutions to the problems we have. For instance, I give you an example. Yeah, just in uh, yes, yes. 20 seconds. For instance, yeah. I give you an example. If you're talking about creating employment for the young people of Plateau State, there is one sector I know very, very well. I can speak to that because it is a business I do. If you go into mining in Plateau State, you are generating hundreds of thousands of jobs for the young people of Plateau State. You'll be transferring skills because you're bringing in experts to come and do this stuff. You understand what I'm saying? And you'll be earning foreign exchange. All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Jinan Winston. Uh, Prince Biafiang. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, briefly again, I want to reemphasize and stand on what I earlier said, that my party, the APC, is in crisis on the plateau as a result to a mismanaged primary election that, if not properly checked, two things might quickly happen. One, we might end up not having a candidate. Two, we might have most of the key players, particularly those that contested, would end up doing anti-party. And that in itself will give my friend here, his party, an edge. So quickly, they should look into that. They shouldn't deceive themselves. All is not well. Secondly, I want to still emphasize that my party is doing well in involving young persons in governance. David Dasar is doing very well, the DJICT, with his Plateau Code 2. He's gathering national international recognition on the Plateau and even in, in entirety in the world. People speak of him. People ask about where he is from and the good things he, he does. We have Haggai Gutabde. We have Jules, like I've earlier said. We have Fabon. These are all young people. You can keep counting. And I strongly believe that at the end of the day, 
come 2023 would bring about would involve more youths in governance to ensure that the right thing is done well there's a group that uh, are suggesting that your party adopts honorable ishaya it's uh, as running me to dr nentawe uh okay we're it, going to we're going to talk about no, grassroots mobilization of apc in plato state they have endorsed Robo Ishaite for the position of Deputy Governor of uh, Plateau State. He's a frontline politician, blah, 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 blah. You know, uh, quickly to that, you know, uh, uh, this it's a stakeholder thing. Okay. An individual cannot. Every group have different. I've seen many names flying around. But one thing is certain. If the right things are not done, if recon adequate recon uh, reconciliations are not done, you'll be shocked that someone like me might end up supporting a Caleb. Mutuan for governorship come 2023. Truth be told, thank you for the exclusive information. Well, like you can you. see the difference, yeah, right? Well, well, we are going to build advocacy yeah, to, thank to, you, to thank talk you. With, with the leadership, thank you, not thank to come you. and say we are adopting. Yeah, well, this is the much we take, dear listener. Thank you very much for your time. The news will come your way top of the hour, six o'clock. Gentlemen, thank you once again. Thanks, Bye now. for listening to JFM Podcast.